1: This is One Bills Live presented by Kaleida Health? Hey,
2: how you be on this Thursday? Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. One Bills Live is the show. Players back out on the practice field indoors today with rain coming down all day today. You're going to be a soaker. So the team went indoors to get an effective and efficient practice underway. And we'll get you practice updates in just a minute as uh, they're. They just took the field about uh, thirty minutes ago, give or take. And we're a day closer to super wild card weekend. They only added that in the last couple of years, Steve. When they went to a triple header right. Sunday uh, it's yes, and then they added Monday night, it became super when once yes, the seventh once a, seed came in and there was three games
3: well, you think two, for each conference. It's only been well I don't know, in our lifetime, but it's only been the last well that every game became a standalone. It used to be they didn't they they yeah. played them like a regular Sunday skillet. You I know? think they
2: used to do two Saturday, two Sunday. Now you got one on Monday, two on Saturday, and three on Sunday. Yeah. It is super.
3: Super duper. <laughs> so I would call it a super wild card right. weekend. It's yeah. Would you say I'm telling you though, I've I've said it. I think these games turn out to be the most exciting ones. As, right. As I, I was just going to ask you, would you say this is the best
2: playoff weekend or is divisional round well, the best playoff it, weekend? Some people still love the Final Four. Here's the thing. Championship weekend.
3: It's it's pretty good. I don't know. I, I, don't, I haven't seen enough of the super sized one, you know. Yeah. I don't it's only been see. a couple of years. Because um, it used to be, and I'll say it again, you used to get these wild card teams that come in, and, and some of them are coming down to the wire. You're trying to get in, and there's only six teams in there, and the last two spots – are big because the 1 and 2 got a buy. Yeah. So you had two barely winning division teams that sometimes they the 4 and 5 would flip with the 2 the 3 and the 4. Like the, you know, like Baltimore, Tennessee, Tennessee know, was out. Right, exactly. They're in and they're out and they're in there. So they all get in. These teams, the four of those teams get in and they're like oh, and they yeah. they have that rush, then they carry it over into the next week. And wild card weekend was awesome. I mean, you get like the the greatest comeback was a wild card game. You know, you get all these games that are off the charts, but then divisional round, those two teams that win that walk into two teams that were rested at home. Yeah, it was the, the divisional round was a massacre. I mean, it was yeah. just terrible. It was a hor- so you know the wild card was always better than that. There always seems to be one upset
2: on wild card weekend. Do you have any early? Choices for, like the Giants over the Vikings, maybe, or
3: I could see that. I could see that. The Jags, Giants, Jags the are, are the solid. higher.
2: Jags are the higher seed against the Chargers. I don't even know who you'd consider the underdog. That in wouldn't that even
3: one. be. That wouldn't be an upset. That that's yeah. kind of a. I like that. That's a good game. Ten seven, ten and seven going against each other. That's yeah. you know, or I'm sorry, that's not right. Nine and eight going against ten and seven, and the Chargers have the ten and seven record, the yeah. lower seed. They're the sixth seed. Um, <clears throat> You could say you could. I mean, you could make a case for Baltimore, Cincinnati, because they played each other, and Baltimore, you know. But the Giants played the
2: Vikings earlier this year, went right down to the wire, and the Giants just couldn't get it done at the end. Another victim of late-game heroics by
3: the Vikings. I like the Giants' ability to go and play those guys. The Mm. Giants are a team that they don't beat themselves, and we know we we all believe or have convinced ourselves that the. Vikings are a mirage because of what you know
2: I gotta say the the Vikings uh, got to be the most disrespected
3: twelve win team going I think though absolutely <clears throat> absolutely they yeah and that's just from the bills game well right forget about the the other oh well, they 10 have a handful single, of others the, forget about the other ten single possession games that they escaped with and we had uh, I don't know whether it's Chris Trapasso, friend of the show we had on, or whatever. You, you go back and do the research on these all these one score oh, games. Thirteen and four, they weren't even twelve. You go to these, you go to these one score games, and these teams have these seasons. And the Bills were there. Remember the, the narrative early this season; they couldn't win a one score game. They were uh, whatever. He's it all evens out. Yeah, those one score games in the end. You look at the big picture, it's all 50-50. Who wins, who loses?
2: Viking fans would argue that Vikings are evened living, out from last year when they lost five one-score games, including three at the gun.
3: They're, over, they're overdue by five now to yeah, go the other way. they have to 10 even it one-score back out. games? Is that what they 10 have? 10 or 11. They're, so I'm thinking that, you know, it might just even out on them. It might just even out on them.
2: Yeah, they, they, beat got, the, they beat the Giants
3: 27-24 in Week 16. They just played three weeks one, ago. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think they have nine or ten. Eight, nine, nine. ten, 11, 11, one-score games for the season. Now, one-score <laughs> game, too, it's eight, point, it's eight points. Yeah, it's a one-score game these days, one possession game. So, I get that. There's a couple of those in there. Eleven. Eleven. Isn't that wild? Their losses were both by, you know, big margins. Lo- all three losses were by big margins. All four losses were by big margins. <laughs> and 11 of their 13 wins were, were by one possession. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Made the plays they're, when they had to. I hate to say it, they are due. They are due. I wouldn't, they are due. I wouldn't debate that. And the Giants, are the, uh, the Giants. that's their wheelhouse, man. They can't beat anybody by more than one score. They're not good.
2: Yeah, I think,
3: I think they're among the league
2: leaders in one score losses this year, as a matter of fact. Um, so well, how crazy is that? You got a team in the Vikings who led the league in one score victories. Meanwhile, the Giants have won – Two, five, six, three, four, seven.
3: four one score losses, and a tie. <laughs> they got eight of their nine win, eight of their nine wins or by one score, or by one score. Yeah. So these are two teams. These are two teams. They are right in their that play out. the exact same way. I don't know what the sp- I
0: don't
2: the Giants know they- because they don't have a talented enough roster. Yeah. The Vikings because I don't know why.
3: I don't have any. Any, I don't have any knowledge about what the betting line is for this or the point give or take. It don't matter. It's going to be within. It, it's going to be close. Mm. It's going to be close. I think. Both that's where these teams live. These two teams, the Giants and the Saddle. But that's the one. That's the game that I think. If you're looking for a, like a finger quotes upset, that's the one right there. That's the one. The yeah. the number seven or number six seed Giants against the number three seed. Minnesota. That's an upset to me. 13 and 4 against 9 and 7 and I I'm, I'm liking the 9 and 7 guys.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Uh there was a transaction today and Bill's practice updates may explain that. So we will tell you that Bill's practice updates are presented by Leecom, Lake Erie College of Osteopathic Medicine and they added Cole Beasley. To the 53-man roster, released Justin Murray, a reserve offensive lineman, to make room for Beasley on the roster. The impetus for this, we believe, is the injury suffered by Isaiah McKenzie in practice yesterday. Popped up on the injury report for the first time yesterday with a hamstring injury, limited in practice, so we can only presume that took place during Wednesday's practice. We did not see him out there today during the media viewing portion of practice, so... It looks like for all intents and purposes, Beasley has essentially replaced McKenzie in the lineup for the time being, and we know hamstring injuries, Steve, you don't just come back from those in a couple of days. Those are usually at least a week, and then depending on the severity, sometimes longer. So Isaiah McKenzie's status suddenly in doubt for Sunday's game against the Dolphins, but You've got a proven veteran to step up to the plate in his place.
3: That's exactly. That's that's not too shabby. That's exactly why Cole Beasley got signed. um, This exact scenario. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And obviously, um, this close to the game, and you get one of your guys going down, you you got to have a backup. You got to have, you you make the call and do it. Get him on the field. Get him some reps. Beasley, it's not going to be too big for him. And he's remember he's been up and down last you know last month and a half he's been on the field he got so, elevated
2: three times right
3: so he didn't get a lot of snaps but nobody's that, got catches if
2: if he well he's got two catches every kind yeah um, he got eleven snaps one week six snaps another week uh, and then he's been called up three times so he wasn't active last week because they had used all three practice squad elevations in the postseason. Practice squatters can be elevated as many times as you need them, but that's not even a, a part of the equation anymore with Beasley because he's on the active roster. So if McKenzie can't go, how much do you see Beasley's reps increasing, knowing in the last few weeks, Steve, Khalil Shakir has seen right. more and more of the field? You've
3: still got Khalil Shakir as, a, as an option. and Yeah, I, against the Dolphins – I don't know if it's the smart thing to do, or if it's even on the table, or whatever. To me, you spread those guys out, you make them declare what they're going to do, give them some motion and some shifts, and and pluck them apart. Mm. I think the ball's got to come out of Josh's hands this week. The only chance, I think, I think the best chance the Dol- not the only chance the best chance the Dolphins have defensively in this matchup is to get Allen on the ground. And to get him and not you keep him in the pocket, don't let him be running around out there you gotta you gotta force him to beat you with his arm, and then match up and if that's the case if that's what I believe as a as a Bill's coach to me that means spread him out, give him quick options right off the snap, and let him pick his spot and get rid of it and and beat him that way um i don't know if i'm I don't know if I'm in the ballpark. If it's what that's gonna that's what they're gonna do, but to me that's that's where I start. I motion and shift them, get them to declare exactly what their coverage what coverage they're in. Give a couple of slot guys either Beasley and Diggs or Beasley and Shakir, whoever. Give them some option routes on the inside to find the dead area and just hit them. And I'm move telling down you the right field. now, Cook or Hines
2: underneath against those linebackers. <laughs> Now, the problem I like is, that
3: matchup. The problem is it takes – as close as they are to, to the quarterback, it takes them a while to get past the line of scrimmage, it does. give a move and run. Um, I might want the ball out of Josh's hands a little faster than that, but certainly – Well, certain, if you're spreading the field, yeah. Certainly, um, yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. Get, give those guys a chance to contribute. Uh,
2: the other absence, at least from our vantage point, during the media viewing portion of practice was Jordan Phillips. He's been fighting and battling through a shoulder injury for the better part of the last month, and he was not seen during the media viewing portion of practice. We'll see what his official status is when Thursday's injury report pops up. Jordan Poyer was out there participating, so we'll get all the updates when the Thursday injury report is released. Practicing for a second day, both Jamison Crowder and Micah Hyde, those two As you know, began a 21-day practice window yesterday. So today is day two. And uh, both of those guys running around out there. Micah Hyde still in a red non-contact jersey. So those are essentially the practice updates that you need to know. Um, Beyond that, the Dolphins injury report, Steve, long Super long. Did you see it yesterday by I any did, chance? I did. I mean, you're it was talking.
3: A, it was, oof. It was, I mean, you had like 15 guys on there. Yeah, seven of the guys. There's 15 guys on in the injury report. Eight didn't practice. Four, I'm sorry, seven did not practice. Four of those seven were offensive linemen, starting with the right, the left tack, starting left no, tackle. No, you were right. Eight didn't practice. You eight right. didn't practice. That's right. Eight didn't practice. And, of course, uh, of that, you know, one of them was Tua. Um, three tackles. Kendall Lamb, Brandon Shell, Terran Armstead, and a guard, Liam Eikenberg. Well, three starting offensive
2: linemen. Yeah. A starting Raheem, defensive end, Bradley Chubb. The right. starting running back. Raheem Mostert. And backup, Teddy Bridgewater's limited. <laughs> so is the backup running back, Jeff Wilson. Jalen Waddles limited with an ankle injury. I mean, limited guys you would presume can, you know, as long as it's not serious, they can get back into the practice fold as the week wears on. So limited guys always have a, shan- a chance. But uh, the shoe is yeah. on the other foot than where it was in week eight. Remember week or week three. eight, week three? Yeah. Remember week three when the Bills had five defensive starters out? Not, they didn't have their starting center, Mitch Morris, and by the end of the game they had no offensive linemen left right. except the five that were on the field. Right. The next offensive lineman was going to be Quinton Morris, the tight end. If they had another injury, yeah. That's so the
3: way it goes, man. That, and it it's amazing how
2: it's completely flipped, and now Miami's got the major injury and it's, issues. Yeah, you know, there's
3: no, there's no predicting it, and there's no, and there's nothing. You know, it's fortune. I mean, luck's involved. Anybody luck that's played in the NFL playoffs will tell you luck's involved. I'll say this though, and and I'm, I have long thought it. This year made me doubt it a little bit when they were having such injuries in the first half of the season and then throughout as well. I thought, well, maybe, it's, maybe I'd, it's not as part of their program to stay healthy as we thought it was. Maybe it's not something they're doing. Maybe they don't have this magic elixir that keeps them healthy like it did the two or three years before this year. But once again, they're headed into the playoffs as healthy as they can be without the guys they've lost to season-enders. They're as healthy as they can be. Uh, now. You know, With the exception now, yesterday, Isaiah McKenzie snaps a hammy However bad that is, mm. we don't know. But they got Cole Beasley waiting in the wings, which he wasn't here in week three. Correct. So they you – know, Brandon Bean, once again, I mean, we, so much goes on that we don't know about. You always hear about, you know, um, you know, these guys like Justin Murray. Bills fans may not know who he is. He's an offensive lineman. He had to be cut so they could bring Cole Beasley on. So, you know, all this stuff goes on. Brandon Bean – is a master. I mean, the way to have this roster sitting where it is, going into the playoffs, and as healthy as it is, it's not just Bean. Bean has the guys here, and McDermott keeps them fresh and healthy and gets and once again they seem to be crescendoing as the point I was trying to make earlier. Not only are they getting healthy as healthy as they can be with guys who have season enders, and we thought one of them was a season ender and Micah Hyde. Now he's back. So once again, they're crescendoing headed into the tournament. I don't know if maybe I'm seeing more than there is there but man oh man that well, I think that important.
2: is it's it's important
3: they I mean, do it they seem to be doing that at the end of seasons every year and it's be pretty as healthy impressive. As you can. Yeah, it's pretty I mean impressive. you can't
2: fight. you can't win all the battles and it's not perfect I mean I, I think we'll all agree it's hard to be perfect after 17 regular season games to have a fully healthy roster no matter what preventative measures that you take but all things considered, they're in pretty decent shape right now. Knock on wood. Find some wood to knock on. Yeah. Because I'll knock on it seven ways to Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the league made an announcement today, and I'm surprised they made this announcement already. As you know, should the Bills and Chiefs meet in the AFC title game, it will be at a neutral site. So I'm thinking, like, ah, oh, you know, they'll probably you know, post that after – Maybe after this week's set of games, provided, you know, the Bills and the Chiefs are still alive and then heading into the divisional round, if they win that game as well, they'll know where they're going. The league announced it today. They announced that the AFC championship game, if it is in fact the Bills and Chiefs, which as we know, was deemed to be a neutral site game last week by the league in a vote by the owners, it will take place in Atlanta at their Dome Stadium down there where the Falcons play. Um, so, there it is. Um, I, I know the Bills are not even worried about that right now. They're focused on the Dolphins. I mean, if all you had to do was listen to Coach McDermott yesterday. How many times right. did he say, we're just focused on this game, right. this week, right
3: now? That's how he got to that line about it not being a soap opera. You know, right. we're not <laughs> track all that stuff. That, yeah. That's drama. We don't need that. We, we're worried about this game, and that's where they should be. And we knew... We knew that when the incident happened in Cincinnati that took the game off the table and they were going to start saying, okay, well, here, this, well, that doesn't seem fair, so here's what we'll do, and they're going to start tinkering with it. You knew it was not going to be fair.
1: Yeah,
3: The Bills were robbed of a chance to get the one seed. or No, not to get the one seed, to keep the one seed. Yeah. Cincinnati was robbed of their ability to get the one seed. Kansas City was given the one seed with a win, obviously. They had to beat uh, – you know denver. win on denver but they were given the one seed at the in the end of it and a free pass a buy for the first round of the playoffs It nothing none of it was fair because it couldn't be yeah. decided it wasn't going to be decided on the field so you knew it was going to be unfair and cincinnati bengals really do have a beef in this whole thing they really do have a beef and and by that token so do the bills and you know, I don't know what the Chiefs would complain. And the Chiefs can complain about the fact that they got the one seed and they don't get the home field for the championship game. Well, they do for
2: every team except the Bills, who are ahead of them in the standings. I mean, right. they made out the best as far as I'm concerned because they're the team that still got the dang
3: bye. Right. The bye is the is the carrot that everybody kind of I And mean, sh- they're not playing this weekend. And the Bengals, they're the ones that kind of got kicked. You know, they were leading a game that got stopped. Granted, it was very, very early. Yeah, 7-3. But they're sitting there with a chance to get there right so and now they're they're on the road for anybody except the Bills and the Chiefs so they're hoping for an upset and that's their only hope so yeah they you knew it was not going to be fair or and not everybody was going to be happy and it, when the game got taken off the table but you know here we are and this neutral site I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole the lo- the league has You know, they've toyed with that for a long time, having the championship games at neutral sites. Mm. Um, Like the Super Bowl, you mean? Yeah, exactly. And, of course, it was a part of the tasker plan in NFL City. I have always (laughs) said that it should be a neutral site. Uh, Elsewhere. Championship games at the Super Bowl City.
2: Yeah, Elsewhere around the NFL, uh, Mike LaFleur, the offensive coordinator for the Jets, And the Jets have agreed to part ways. We heard reports on this yesterday kind of trickling out. And that has, in fact, now happened. They are retaining their quarterbacks, Coach. No word on whether he'll be promoted to OC or whether they'll bring a new OC in, which could mean a new offensive system for Zach Wilson to learn as they still have their wagon hitched to him. Um, At least that's what they said at the end. So there's that. Um Lamar Jackson mispracticed again yesterday, lending further credence that it could be third string quarterback Anthony Brown as the starter for the Ravens against the Bengals. Because Tyler Huntley is not healthy either. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. You want to talk about a veritable mess for the Ravens <clears throat> and the and the Dolphins. Both teams may have to start their third string quarterbacks yeah. this
3: week. That yeah. is just And you know, and those teams good grief. Y- if- and I'm, and there's, there's no love lost for Bills fans and Dolphins fans and all of that, and and same thing for Cincinnati and Ravens fans for sure. I mean, we're both division opponents, but you can you can feel for them when you get to this point, and this is your reward. You go on the road into a place that's tough to play against one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, and your guy, all your guys are hurt, all of them. Yeah. Not just your quarterbacks, both top two quarterbacks, but you know you wait all this long, this these many months for an opportunity, and you get handed this. And, and it's not it's not nothing that the Bills did to the Dolphins It's nothing that the Bengals did to the Ravens, but you'd like to know what you let yeah. that, that Dolphins team from weeks, what was it, five six and five through eight, five through ten weeks, five through ten or something, they had that five game winning streak. They looked unbeatable. They were
2: they weren't playing some of the better teams in the league at the time, but you, gotta, you can't blame them for who's on their schedule. Think
3: about the mind frame that fan base was in for a minute. There, oh my goodness, oh, they, they were they were nuts, and and rightfully so. We so have they, arrived, uh, right? And you know, and Baltimore has got Lamar, who's playing for a contract and just laying it out there every week, and they've always been tough to beat. And then that happens to them. I mean, it's you know. They can't score points without Lamar. Maybe I don't not, think they've I,
2: scored more than fourteen points. Right? They in any of their games without him.
3: Without him, so yeah, it's you can feel for him, but that's that's nobody's fault. You know, it's just not unfortunate. Even not the league, not their opponents. It's nobody. It's just ugh.
2: and Lamar finished the season injured last year, and they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. If you remember, so the durability it factor make, is makes, an issue here with Lamar. You wonder how that's going to be. Worked into whatever contract extension he signs. It makes a mess I mean, of that. You may have to incentivize it. Well, if you play 90% of the snaps, you get this bonus. If you pe- play 80% of the snaps, you get this bonus. Let me, because
3: the last two years have ended with him injured. Right. Let me just... And one me, time, it cost you the playoffs, and you may not win in the first round this year because you don't have him again. Let me just tear my heart out and stick it in the freezer and make it as cold as ice. Here's what you do. <laughs> okay. You franchise him. Well, yeah, that's an option. For two years, and then you, you let him walk. Okay. You, and, and I hate to say it this way they use him up and just turn him loose, and, and that's it. And if they, go to the, if they go to the big game, you do it again. Franchise him.
2: Mm. Because. Well, this is a team that learned the hard way joe flacco about waiting on a contract yeah. and then joe flacco goes all the way wins the super bowl and the mvp super bowl mvp and they have no choice they have to sign him to a highest, monster
3: extension he was the highest paid player in the league and
2: you know he was a an above average
3: quarterback but he was not a top five and, guy and the bottom fell out fast
2: well yeah because he signed it i think at age 32 I think he was, like, in his early 30s when he signed the thing. Uh, maybe.
3: I don't know if he was that old. But, yeah, whatever. I mean, it did not. Or maybe not. Maybe it was 29. It was not. Yeah, it was not. Uh, and then they got stuck on the hook with that thing.
2: Yeah. And, you know, that's the game you play. When's the right time? How many years do we commit? How much money are we committing? You know, After learning the hard way the last time, they may just franchise him, Steve. You might be I, right I, on I the money with it. that.
3: It's it's a big number. It's like forty three million, but it's a one year deal. Yeah, you can get out of it, it easy. And if it's not, if he, and it's guaranteed for him as soon as yeah, he signs. Sure, it. he signed. He gets the money. Cool. Um, and you've all this time. You've still got the chance if you feel so inclined to sign him to an extension. But for him, and I'll say this too for Lamar. Given what we've seen around the National Football League, it's a smart thing for him too. It worked for Kirk Cousins. That's one guy it did work out for. And it's worked out for other guys, too. I mean, Not to any great playoff to, success. Getting to but. free agency is the holy grail. And let me tell you something. You don't think Deshaun Watson did the right thing? Oh, my gosh. That guy was, like, untouchable. All it takes is one owner to make that kind of mistake. And he, I mean, Lamar is a, you know... He's a M- former MVP, and he's young. He's like younger than college quarterback. He's younger than Stetson Bennett.
2: Yeah, I think he's 24, 25.
3: So I mean, he's right there. Goodness gracious. Um, For if I'm Lamar, I just get to free agency somehow, some way. Well, he might be waiting at least a year.
2: There's another report on a quarterback. Did you see this one? Tom Brady signing with the Dolphins in free agency is, quote, definitely on the table. Are we going to go down that road again, Stephen Ross? After you already got punished by losing a first-round draft choice and getting a fine because you tampered with Tom Brady, you're going to go down the same road again? Are you? Come on, really?
3: What can I say? I I guess, I guess, draft picks and you can have them. Don't I yeah, I you can he's have not the him. same guy. Whether it's him or Tua, you can have they uh he's still a great quarterback. He's still way ahead of the game mentally, but he'll be forty six next year. I
2: don't even care.
3: And <laughs> I you should care. We should care. You're talking about the Dolphins. I know. I know. And and you know, Every team in the league, most teams, not every team, that's, that's not true. I don't want to say every team. A lot of teams in the league will be better with that guy than the, whatever guy they got. That's valid. And Where, what do you th- who with th- Tyreek and Waddle? I know. We've never seen that except for when 2007 or 2008 when Brady was like 19-1. and one. Yeah. So what do you think is more likely?
2: Brady in Miami next year? or Brady in Las Vegas next year with McDaniels. Josh McDaniels.
3: Does no, he play for Mike McDaniel or Josh McDaniels? I think it's Mike <laughs> McDaniel because from what I heard I heard somebody say this this morning that that Brady's kids live in Miami. Uh, okay. And if he can choose, yeah, you know. Boy. I'll say this rough, though, Josh. Rough McDaniels, year for Tua. But <laughs> what do they pay him
2: yeah I mean one year two
3: years who knows that's one year with an option Ross will pay big time in Miami he's Uh, got to now he's got he's gonna have to put his money where his mouth
2: is he doesn't want to be denied clearly if there's legitimacy to this report and there's no reason to think there isn't especially in the past history I mean he went to tampering lengths to try to get him the last time I'd like to think that if people are reporting that it's an option again this offseason, that it probably is. Wow. Man. Crazy, isn't it? It is. Twitter topic on the table for you today. What's the one thing you want to see from the Bills in their playoff game against the Dolphins? Anything's on the table there, man. Like, Is there something that you'd really like to see in this game, in this matchup? You let us know. 803-0550, 550 2550 The number to get on board. Got open lines for you. Steve and I back with your phone calls and a little bit of sound bits coming your way next here on One Bills Live. Presented by Collider Health, it's Buffalo Bills Radio.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.